Hello and welcome to the Abundant Living Everyday Bible Study and Legacy Series Podcast. I'm Rev. Alma Dunbar Savoy, your podcast host and Bible study teacher. I'm excited to share with you this study as we explore the everyday meaning of what it means when Jesus said in John 10, and I'm using the uh, message version of this scripture, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give life in all its fullness. And you may be more familiar with it as the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. This is a podcast helping people like you and me who are grappling with the art of resilience in spite of the challenges that we face, uh, are still drawing nourishment from the Word of God. For those areas of life where we've struggled, where it seems the thief has tried to steal, kill, and destroy us through disease, death of a loved one, divorce, or something else that life will throw at us, in violence and pure evil that comes at us. And still, we're trying to live out the word, especially our theme verse, John 10.10. Still trying to choose a path that uh, where we can navigate this life, living an abundant life every day. So let's jump right into our study for this session. Uh, let's have a word of prayer. God, we're grateful, so grateful to you to have this time to look into your word and be in your presence. Thank you for the gift of your word to guide us and counsel us and comfort us and also to confront us. Help us never lose sight of that. So as we study your word, the Bible, we ask that you open our ears and our hearts to whatever it is you are wanting to teach us. And this time, in the name of our Christ, Jesus, amen. Our study tonight is a conversation that Jesus is having with his disciples in John 10.10. 10. And we get to eavesdrop on this conversation with his disciples. And that alone should cause all of us to want to lean in and see what this is all about. Jesus is contrasting himself especially with the Pharisees. They were the thieves and the robbers who were harming the sheep. And he was the authentic or the good shepherd through whom God gives life more abundantly. The Pharisees' path was deceptive and led to death. So in this conversation, I heard a preacher put it like this one time. He said it should cause some anticipation because this is a kind of conversation about communication and a contribution that Jesus wants to make to the lives of his disciples and to all of us who are his sons and daughters. Because I, I, I would uh, suppose if I was to ask each of you, as you're listening to me, what comes to mind when you hear the word abundance? I don't know about you, but I believe we would all get excited. 
this word abundant in the Greek, and I cannot pronounce that, uh, P-E-R-I-S-S-O-N, so I will just spell it, but the meaning of it is that it means exceedingly, very highly, beyond measure, more, superfluous, a quantity so abundant as to be considerably more than what one would expect or anticipate. In short, Jesus promises us a life far better than we could ever imagine. It's a con- concept reminiscent of the words, uh, no eye has seen, nor ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. The Apostle Paul tells us that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, and he does it by his power a power that is at work in us, within us, if we belong to him. You know, now unto him who is able to do more than you could ask or even think. So here Jesus uh, reiterates the contrast between himself and the thief who comes to steal and destroy. Jesus comes to give us life more abundantly. He would accomplish this as a good shepherd would by laying down his life for his sheep. Jesus would lay down his own life as a sacrifice for sin so that those who believe in him would not be lost or perish, but would have eternal life. God would give them life more abundantly. Now, abundant life is eternal life, a life that begins the moment we come to Christ and receive him as Savior and goes on throughout all eternity. The biblical definition of life, specifically eternal life, is provided by Jesus himself. You know, the word, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. This definition makes no mention of days, length of days, health, prosperity, family, or occupation. As a matter of fact, the only thing it does mention is knowledge of God, which is the key to a truly abundant life. This mind-blowing, life-changing right here in this conversation is about connection and contribution. John 17, 3 says, And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. What is an abundant life? Well, first, an abundant life is spiritual abundance, not material. In fact, God is not overly concerned with the physical circumstances of our lives. He assures us that we need not worry about what we will eat or wear. Physical blessings may or may not be a part of a God-centered life. Neither our wealth nor our poverty is a sure indication of our standing with God. Solomon had all the material blessings available to a man, 
yet found it all to be meaningless. Paul, on the other hand, was able to say that he was content in whatever physical circumstances he found himself. Second, eternal life, the life of a Christian, is truly concerned with, is not determined by duration, but by a relationship with God. It is a life about connection. That is why once we are converted and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, we're said to have eternal life already, though not, of course, in its fullness. Length of life on earth is not synonymous with uh, longevity. Although we are not uh, naturally desirous of material things as believers, our perspective on life must be revolutionized and changed. Just as we become new creations when we come to Christ, so must our understanding of abundance be transformed. True abundant life consists of an abundance of love, joy, peace, and the rest of the fruits of the Spirit. Not an abundance of stuff. It consists of life that is eternal, and therefore our interest is in the eternal, not the temporal. Paul admonishes us, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. Unlike a thief, the Lord Jesus does not come for selfish reasons. He comes to give, not to get. So as we continue to unpack this a little, we also see that the conversation also has a contrast in it. And that's where he contrasts himself with a certain kind of life. But there's always a thief for the disciple. He's contrasting the Pharisees here, and he wants us to see that there's two kinds of life that we as his children can live. I believe one of the things Jesus want, wanted as our foundational scripture is here. He wants us as his followers to have not only life, but to have it in a different way from a kind of life that is different in quality, a life where it is about who I am connected to for us. Is it the world or is it Christ? He comes that people may have life in him that is meaningful and purposeful, joyful and eternal. We receive this abundant life the moment we accept him as our Savior. Finally, a Christian life revolves around growing, growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This teaches us that the abundant life is a continual process of learning, practicing, and maturing, as well as failing, recovering, adjusting, enduring, and overcoming. When Jesus was talking with his disciples, as with us, he wanted them and he wants us to make a difference. There's a world's way who only wants to take from us. And there is my way, Jesus said. He wants us to understand that, that we have a race to run, a fight to be fought, We ha but we have an 
ever-present, unrelenting thief poised, all ready to steal, but he can't steal my connection, and that's where my abundance is. Then, you know, there's so many worldviews and belief systems that claim to offer a way for us to have true life, to be fulfilled, and to be like God. You remember Satan's first temptation of humanity offered an alternative way to be like God in Genesis 3, 5, where he said, for God knows, uh, this is Satan talking, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. But Jesus is the authentic shepherd, the good shepherd in John ten eleven, who provides the way to the right relationship with the Father in John fourteen six. It is only through Jesus Christ that God gives us life more abundantly. There's two paths, the world's and Christ's way. What is it you're giving your life to? Are you trying to follow one foot in the world and one foot in Jesus Christ? What is it you're giving your life to? So as we look at this, over the next few episodes, Jesus' path, on the other hand, leads not only to life, but to life overflowing, life more abundantly. Jesus' path was the authentic and true path to righteousness and abundant life. And it's through him that we have life more abundantly. It is about who you're connected to. Jesus wants us to make a difference in this world. It is not about duration, but the donation. So the question I want to leave you with is that what would you say you have given your life to? And what advice would you give to a young person about making a difference? It's so easy for us to use excuses, you know, my age, my race, my size. But remember, when Abraham was old and he continued to be faithful, Jacob was insecure, Leah was unattractive, Joseph was abused, Moses stuttered, Gideon was poor, Samson was codependent, Rahab was immoral, David had an affair, Elijah was suicidal, Jeremiah was depressed, and on and on and on it goes. What is your excuse for not growing and making a difference? Are you following the world's way or are you being obedient, following, the, following Jesus' way? The world says, walk this way. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Walk this way. So as we end this session, I want to thank you for allowing me to speak into your life on the Abundant Living Everyday Bible Study Legacy Series. This is Reverend Alma Dunbar Savoy for all of us here at Abundant Living Every Day, wishing you an abundant life each and every day, where even in times of uncertainty, I want to encourage you that if you let the Word of God direct you, if you let His promises keep you, if you let His power protect you and His love define you 
all of us. And if we live at our faith and the true and living God and let love unite us, you can live an abundant life each and every day in Jesus Christ. May his peace be with you. Until we're together again on our next podcast, please look out for us. Our next podcast, number two, the essence as we continue to unpack this and explore this uh, concept, uh, abundant living every day, we'll be looking at the essence of abundance. So please look out for our next podcast, our next session, podcast number two, the essence of abundance. May his peace be with you till we meet again. Peace out and abundant living every day. Don't forget to join us on our next podcast. Look out for us.